Collins is next. Hello, everyone. Welcome once again to Fun Point, a podcast where two friends force each other to listen to new music. I'm your host, Eddie Colazzo, and with me, as always, Dr. Brooks Oglesby, PhD. Hello. Hello. Uh, are you ready to record like the ceiling can't hold us? 10,000 hours. Oh, I like 10,000 days. Uh, that's are you ready to get some Malcolm Gladwell bars this week? Uh, you know, the first track is really important to set the tone for your album. Uh, mm-hmm. So let's have the Malcolm Gladwell song really just kick us off here. Here's what I'm I here's what I kept kept coming down on with this album. Mm-hmm. It feels to me like the span of time between like 2012 and 2014, which mm-hmm. is to me when this album came out or when it was being made, is mm-hmm. like the most distant time period possible from now. Like it, I like technically, if you want to look at linearity, like caveman times were farther enough in the past, mm-hmm. but this is so from before times. Another it's era. So yeah, yeah it. I, I feel like I'm looking at the f- some fucking Gilgamesh shit when I'm mm-hmm. listening to this album. Oh, uh, we are listening to Macklemore and Ryan Lewis's "The Heist." By the way, I don't know. Yeah, if we, uh, you probably and saw I'm, that so from I, the title, but. I may have said this early on when I when I assigned it, like, oh, I can't wait to get to know Ryan Lewis a little bit. Still don't know who that motherfucker is. I guess he's probably the, like doing the beats or whatever, but he mm. he doesn't. He, uh, instead of Ryan Lewis, Macklemore uh, invites rappers such as Schoolboy Q and also the worst rap verse I've ever heard by somebody else that we'll mm-hmm. talk to eventually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, yeah, Macklemore and his friend they. Um, they they saw the success of presumably Gangnam Style and they were like, "We got next." Yeah, uh, this this is your pick. Uh, so so what kind of inspired you to choose this one or put it on the list that I randomly selected it for? I didn't want to. I didn't want to do Broken Side on Pride Month. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So and I it didn't even we've been get, we've been getting a lot of heat on Twitter. Like, mm-hmm. did did this motherfucker pick the same love album for Pride Month? No. Mm-hmm. I would have picked a much cooler LGBTQ yeah. album and for even what's what's worse. Picking, wouldn't they be like somebody who's gay? Like maybe worse, I would have picked them. Picking the Macklemore album for Pride Month or not considering that your first pick would be during Pride Month and giving it right. It's just for me. It's like Pride Month is every month, so I just like I don't exactly. I, I celebrate it 365 fucking days a year. To so me, it's I, just like, it's just month. It's month. Yeah. So you know. Uh, Which yeah, I know a lot of MLB players are trying that track with a mm-hmm. lot of their uh, their recent activism. As, as, we don't mean it as, like that. And as honorary lesbians, like I think we right. have enough enough like clout to really to really stake a claim on this one. So it's just so okay. So here's what let's go. But let's mentally go back in time to two weeks ago when I I, I made a list of albums that you didn't know. I assigned them a number and you picked a number and we went with that one. Mm-hmm. What would you do if like? I gave you a list of five albums. One of them was The Heist, Macklemore, Ryan Lewis. And then the other ones were, I don't know, Drake, Nothing Was the Same, Jay-Z, Magna Carta, Holy Grail, Kendrick Lamar, Good Kid, Mad City, and Kanye West, Yeezus. Like, which... Uh-huh. Would, when you hear that, do you, theor- do you think, like, wow, The Heist probably is the best one out of I, all of those I, by I, a yeah. lot. Well, you know, it, w- it would be kind of, like, against the spirit of it, because all of those other albums, like, I've heard before... And at some point have enjoyed them to some degree. Um, I would I would say Good Kid, Mad City is probably one of the like best albums of all time, like uh-huh. ever made. Um, so yeah, this one would stand as the odd one out for me if we just lumped those in together for for like a non like related reason. Sure, 
Yeah, I, I was in in the before times. Many people know this about me. I was a big Jesus head. I'm not really rocking with it so much anymore. But uh-huh. and like even I've never really listened to Drake, but I saw the Nothing Was the Same cover, and I remember that being a very large album. There isn't a single. It's so the we're we're doing a bit by the way. In, in 2014, these were all nominated for Rap Album of the Year. Uh, and based on what we're talking about today, you can guess which one won. Uh, I have a very negative opinion of Drake. Uh, and there isn't a single track on here that is better than one on Nothing Was the Same. I bet that's probably true. So, you know, just, just, and, and this is the one that, that won, by the way. This is, didn't like, didn't, did, I feel like Magna Carta Holy Grail was also like, people liked that one. I think people, that was people where, were like, wasn't oh, like this Frank is Oceanborn like, on that album? Yeah, was it's it? like, oh, this is, uh, Jay-Z's like return, you know, from... He's he's back and he's putting out good albums instead of whatever he was doing. They thought before. he was over when they heard the MonsterVerse and he said, "I got one more in me." Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I I I think it was like well received by humans, maybe not like media people, but, right? But wh- but which one of those five do you think Malcolm Gladwell's bumping? You know, I gotta say, just based on the shout out, it's probably the heist by Malcolm Morton. It's Ryan probably Lewis. the heist. Yeah. Um. If I had to guess, you know, it's like, what would you rather listen to? Uh, backseat Freestyle or the the one on this one where he talks about how he wore shoes and someone died? Yeah. He, you know, like, which one? Which A whole story about Kendrick Lamar's, like, life growing up in Compton and trying to avoid, the, you know, the the issues that plague him and his community, but falling victim to them and, and trying to, to escape that lifestyle or the one time that Macklemore... Um, went to the, the thrift shopping. <laughs> Which I, would, would you rather like? listen to the Kendrick Lamar song about like you know depression and alcohol and like mm-hmm. being able to overcome that, or would you rather listen to an eight minute Macklemore song where he's like, "This song is called uh, the ABC Liquor, but it's a church, and that's where yeah. I go." Uh-huh. Uh huh. I I sing about me. I'm dying of thirst is like 15 minutes long, and every song on this album feels longer than that. Yeah. <laughs> so- <laughs> So did you like it? Uh, I I got us. I got so here's here's the thing about Malcolm. I have yeah. I have some things. I'm in, like I'm. This is a safe space. We're gonna we're gonna talk through. Yeah, go he ahead. He commits one of the the he commits the most cardinal sin in hip hop on this album and in general. It's not the one you're thinking of. Okay, uh, it's that he's corny. <laughs> that's it. That's the worst part. No, yeah, that's my yeah. It's not. I didn't hate it. And I thought I would. I didn't like it, really. I, I didn't like it, but I was just constantly rolling my eyes at it. Yeah. And there's like there's things in here that I'm like, cool, Macklemore, respect. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot more things where I'm like, I wish I was listening to something else right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, yeah, so that's kind of my... Uh, my and, and there's... It's like there, he doesn't know kind of tonally because it feels sometimes it feels like he's doing a hamilton rap or a lonely island rap but there's no jokes and then yes. later on he's like and then i was addicted to alcohol and it's like okay well <laughs> which one is it gonna be my man like, yeah i don't like are you gonna are you like i it's just it's it's jarring when it's in the middle of a rap about how you just bought a subaru cross track <laughs> yeah which there is if you i guess like if you are like a white rapper in the in the in the 21st century like you have to have a you know a a reflexive song about like how you know music is genres are being stolen and i'm am i profiting off of this am i am i the white elvis mm-hmm. and then you also have to have a song about like what if i most rappers want like 
a sexual sports car, but mm-hmm. me, I want a fucking minivan. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny and different? Maybe and then verse more? two is like, uh, the bottle's my only friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, you want to get into it? Yeah, 10,000 Hours, the album's opening song, is largely based on Mac- Malcolm Gladwell's 2008 book, Outliers, which puts forward the 10,000 hour rule, which like you need to do 10,000 hours of podcasting before you can call yourself an expert, which we're on our way. Great. So the second song on here is Can't <laughs> This one, oh my god, I was, I was going insanely listening because to this it, song. it's actually they think it's named after the malcolm gladwell book it's actually the runtime of the song it's yes it's so there is i feel like the longest track on here is five minutes long or around there all, all of them feel like no that. there was some there all of these songs were at least fucking siberian katru length yeah there's they'll the track listing will tell you like oh this one's four four minutes and seven seconds but you're like no i'm in movement two of of 2012 2112 right now so right uh, in this song, so he, he, he's taught, I guess the idea of this track is I've been rapping for 10,000 hours and now I'm good at it. Me, Malcolmore, listen to how good my raps are, right? Yeah. Uh, he name drops Malcolm Gladwell, David Bowie and Kanye West. So right. This is, yeah. This is aged well. Just a, a a real uh a real row of people who in the cold light of 2023, it's not going to look great. Uh-huh. Um, my my other favorite uh, aspect of this is when he's he's doing the thing that Eamon did when he said I studied the philosophy and, and politics. Uh, he says the artists that he knows. He says he says Escher, Basquiat, and Keith Haring, three of the literal most famous artists. Uh, he in he said he said history. I I most people watch Emoji Movie. I look at Banksy painting. Cool man. I, yeah, most most pe- most people will go uh to to the to the store and they'll say one ticket for Minion, please. But not me. I go to Uniqlo and buy a Keith Haring shirt. Uh-huh. So that's how you know I'm I'm educated. Yeah. Um. This anyway. This song and by I feel like this entire album sort of spoke. Like Obama's yearly musical recommendation posts into existence. Like the, oh, he yeah. he heard this and he was like, "I have to tell people about this." Mm-hmm. They don't know uh, about the heist. I gotta. And I, know. you know, I said, I don't like this. Is not this did not hit me anywhere near as badly as like Eminem revival mm-hmm. or Hobo Johnson. Because that's the thing. Like Eminem revival, you, like makes you feel it's just like an assault on all of your senses. Like none yes. of it sounds good. This it's just like, uh. It's just like, oh, come on, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, it's, but there is a, there is a really terrible attempt at a triple entendre here that, that I, I just have uh-huh. to sort of speak, speak yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. In verse, you know, the same shit, different day, same struggle, like talking, you know, it's all about the struggle mm-hmm. when you're Macklemore. Mm-hmm. He says, raw, unmedicated heart, no substitute, mm-hmm. banging on tabletops, no substitute. Okay, so so, so, uh, so let me let me try to figure it out. All right, uh, no substitute. So that's like you, there is no replacement. There's no replacement to Macklemore. And it's the, his raw, unmedicated heart. And he was talking about he's like I got a twelve on my SAT and look at me now. So this is like banging on tape, like no substitute, like he's banging on the he's he's playing the grind and beat on his desk. He's doing clips grind and banging on. T- so there's no like subwoofers. So that's that's one entente okay. right there. Okay, cuz subs when, when when I say damn, let's set up this subwoofer under the desk and really hear how it goes. I think of it going doot doot. That's what I Yeah. Think. Yeah. Uh-huh. And and there's also substitute as in I'm told from the genius page, subutex to snort. So there's like a it's like a drug that you would take. 
Oh, it's hey, a, guys. A, they're opioids. Hey, would everyone like to come over to my place and toot a little bit? Yeah, would anybody <laughs> like to, to toot some step, step crack-style cocaine with let's me? Let's step into the bathroom and get a little toot on. Yeah, that's where it's like, it's... Eminem, he would have been like, it, he would have, there would, the next eight lines would have just mentioned submarine movies. Like it would have been, I'm the master yeah. and commander. Fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. you don't want to battle this ship. Like that's, he would do that over and over. No subs to toot doesn't mean anything. No, but apparently it means three things. But well. he needed to rhyme substitute with something. So he did it with substitute. Mm-hmm. There you go. Toot, toot. Other than that, great bars, Macklemore. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 but that, yeah, then after that, he's like, oh, I, uh, you know, I, I rap so, so hard that I'm the white David Bowie. Uh, but then he's like, and I'm addicted to drugs. And I had to uh-huh. get up in the booth for, uh, you know, to, to get, to get blood, sweat, and tears in there. And it's like, I don't know, cause this is kind of like, it never, the, he just has the most laziest delivery of all time. I don't know. Except when he's, like, the one time when he tries to do it fast, but he doesn't really say, like, any interesting words, you know? Do you remember Uh, when Eminem said he doesn't have to be reserved in a booth? Yeah, that's... Like a hole-in-the-wall diner? That's so cool. That's so cool. I miss him. Uh, Spider-Man came out. New Spider-Man. Yeah, I saw Spider-Man yesterday. You know know who's in that one, right? One of the characters? One of of the supporting characters in that film? That is true. The Spider-Man! The Spider-Man is in it. Next... Next track, next track is uh can't hold us. Um, this is as if you want to just like have a great time in a JC Penny. I can't recommend yeah. listening to this song if, enough. If you've ever forgotten your headphones at the Planet Fitness, then you know what's up with can't hold us. Uh, the first verse of this song is the oldest song I've. It's it's this song is Bing Crosby. Mm-hmm. The the first the. This is what where I really started to like the idea that this is the oldest ever album ever written mm-hmm. sort of started to congeal. Like this album has it not only has no idea that Trump is coming, it has no yeah. idea that like I don't know that people drive cars now. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's Return a, of the I, I do so two to where two tracks in and so far it has reminded me of like eight different better things that existed than this thing. Uh the first line in here that isn't all right okay is return of the mac which i would much rather be listening to yes at any given moment really if i'm being honest with you um and then he does like four or five discrete stanzas stanzas about how he's like he's a little bit like rocky and a little bit like bill cosby yeah 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 so you know another good (laughs) a reference that has aged well Uh uh let's say but then he does Um, spell out the word independent which that's another one of my music things where if you're if you're like if you're the most uh, the, the the laziest rapper in the world, but you spell out like a two or three syllable word very quickly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm immediately like I'm 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 giving you the listeners respect. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we continue going on about reminding us of better things because he says, uh, but that's what you get when Wu Tang raised you. Yeah, and, and, and I just feel like if you were you know a big Wu Tang. Wu Tang fan, if you're if you're rocking with like Inspector Deck and Ghostface Killer and, sure. and the Rizza and the Jizza, uh, and then you put out the heist. I don't know, man. I don't know how much studying you did of like. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, that wouldn't be what I would show. Um, <laughs> my my sort of idol. If I was mm-hmm. like, hey, look, I did it. Hey, thanks. Like, uh, you inspired me. Here, check this shit out. This is the moment. <laughs> I just, yeah, you know? I. 
this song i don't even know which specific one but i can't listen to the song without feeling like i'm watching a trailer for like a will ferrell mark Wahlberg movie yeah it at that or i think it's like it's gonna be like hey this summer tune in to nbc on the fourth of july and watch the fireworks show and this is playing over like highlights of previous events you know like, yeah, that's, yeah yeah that's what the song was created for Right. It wasn't lis- it wasn't meant to be listened to. It was meant to just like be ambiently playing over Dick Clark's Ryan Seacrest New Year's Rock and Eve. Yes, exactly. He does to his credit, he does say that at the end of verse 2 he's like Seattle will have me, you know, like mm-hmm. if nobody has me, I know Seattle does. And that as of 2021, the last time I went there, that is true. He was recording Seattle's a video still- at Pike Place and they were they were still rocking with him. They're them. still rocking with the Mac? Okay. Yeah, it's oh, like cool. Russell Wilson, get the fuck out of here, traitor. But Macklemore, you never left because how you never we, did another song after this album. And thank you. How do we feel about uh, Ray Dalton on the hook on this one? I was really excited because I thought I was like, hey, the, the chorus doesn't really sound like Macklemore. That must be Ryan Lewis. And then it was a different person named Ray Dalton. <laughs> yeah. And then he has the voice that he sings in. Is this um, the one where he was like, I wanted a Nate Dogg style uh, hook? That's not what Nate Dog sings like. I wanted to do it. It was. It might not have. It might have been another. But it was just like some somebody with like a deep voice. He was like, I wanted to do yeah. it till I collapse, yeah, kind of the, thing. The main thing we know about Nate Dog is that he has uh, just a deep voice and not literally like a subgenre of music that he is known for. Uh, no, if we just have a guy on here. Uh, I'm kind of like the white regulator, if you think about it. <laughs> uh, so that's me, Macklemore. Uh-huh. Uh, my my favorite part about ray ray dalton is is it's not like he does the ceiling can't hold us and then they needed like some some stuff so there you get the na 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 my favorite is uh so so here to do another uh kind of comparison here to kendrick lamar's grammy award losing sure album, um on on one of the tracks which one is it um yeah i think money trees he's like you know he's like after every line He'll do the ad lib saying the last couple of words. Mm-hmm. But for one part, he goes like, two bullets in my uncle Tony head. And then he goes, Tony, Tony head. head. Tony head. Yeah, that's uh-huh. my favorite part of that song. Uh, yeah. My favorite part of this song is when our our pal um, Ray Dalton goes, Mac, uh, 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 um, uh. <laughs> That's how he decided to end uh, that that part. I thought, yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, um, thank you. Thank you, anyway, Ray. I guess respect to, to Ray. I have I have no ill will towards him. but No, he did. He did his best. Mm-hmm. Um, thrift shop. Do you want to go thrift shopping? No, uh, this. So next is Macklemore's thrift shop. Uh, I feel like this. <laughs> I don't know why. I feel like this is the song that killed Tumblr. Like uh, maybe. Yeah. It's like, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Expand you know on I mean? that. Like I just feel like it was. It was this. Like if you took the video of Thrift Shop but didn't say it was it was Macklemore and it was just people doing that, that shit would have gone nuts. Right? Oh yeah, if if you if you deep faked it so it was the onceler who was in the big funny exactly. grandma coat. Exactly. Um yeah. and, and, this is, and then he kind look, of it's, did it's, that. It's Darren Chris featuring Wands. Yes, and cool. they were like going around on little scooters or whatever and wearing big jackets. That would be like, oh, this is kind of funny. Yeah. Um this is a song that is about when you go to thrift shop. Uh, what does the fox say? It's, That's what it, the song is. Again, it's the same thing. It's a Lonely Island song that isn't funny. Like, that's yeah. it. 
I have you been know, listening to a lot of pop star soundtrack just the last two weeks to sort of. Oh, was for, was there a song on here that reminded you of something from pop star? Yeah, I think we'll, we'll get it. But <laughs> but 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 uh, you know, other than that one, I've been you know, it's I listen to this and I'm like, I gotta go listen to Catchphrase Verse right now. Uh huh. Yeah, exactly. DJ Tanner. I would okay. So when it comes to hey, this song, also we're continuing the trend because he does reference R. Kelly on this track. So you know, yeah, he's this is basically right he's functionally written a death note. Uh, through mm-hmm. this album mm-hmm. um the cancel note yeah i don't know what death note's about but i'm assuming that made sense yeah um, when you write when you write someone's name in the death note they become canceled in the kim sense so. yeah that's okay yes that mm-hmm. that is seems like mm-hmm. a, a cool show mm-hmm. i um it's really good you should watch death note okay that's not the one with the little the little chainsaw dog yeah no that is chainsaw man that would make that's weird. It's a dog though. That's crazy. Yeah, well, you know, watch the first episode and you'll realize the shame of your words and dudes. So Okay. I will yeah, it's a yeah, Nina and Alexander. I wonder how they're gonna be they're gonna make it a, a, a dog. That's interesting. It's interesting. Um I'd be really mad if I was Wands or Wans. Mm-hmm. Cause you know cause he was featured on Thrift Shop, the song. Yes. yes. But I know every day he must be like he goes into uh, his local club style environment and he says, hello, I'm I'm Wands. I was on Thrift Shop. Yeah, sure. You. Yeah. OK, totally. Mm-hmm. I think I'd remember if you were. On, were you like the little kid? Yeah. Were you the was little you? boy who was like, uh, Macklemore, you want to go thrift shopping? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I'm doing some. Re- I'm, I'm trying to figure out. Is Mac. I'm going to I'm going to put out a conspiracy theory here. Completely un. You know, like un unwarranted, just just off the dome. Sure. Is Macklemore an industry plant? So you he, think that he he majored in CIA in college? Yeah, because I'm trying to like go through his like history, <laughs> and then it's like, oh, he put out thrift shop, and then he was famous. And I'm like, okay, what did he do before that? It didn't yeah, seem- well, yeah, I didn't for what any of it? those ten thousand hours. I didn't. I wasn't hearing him until, uh, yeah, until me neither. He- exactly. It seems like a lot of rapping for for any song ever to be released you know yeah that's that is something to think about so i just i just went to macklemore's page and it says he put out an album in 2005 called the language of my world and if you Hmm. click on that it just (laughs) takes you directly back to the top of the macklemore page uh so interesting just you know something i realized right now uh that i'm thinking about and you know you i tried to do some research about what the what the word macklemore means Mm -hmm. and it's the most information you can get is like he was in college and he thought of a character named Professor Professor Macklemore and then that was that was where he got the name. And that's it's like really that's cool. not a real story. That didn't tell me any information. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. How did you come up with that? Oh, I came up with it. I, I, oh, oh, it, awesome, it, was man. In, it was in my mind. Yeah, like know? yeah. When I when I was in the vat in Langley, Virginia, I uh, mm-hmm. had a lot of time to think. Yeah, when they were growing me in the tube, that was I was doing I was doing clips grinding against the tube wall, and yeah, uh, yeah. I feel for ten thousand hours, and that's how I. Uh-huh. So I have another. I have a, a, another. I have a conspiracy theory as well. Okay, let's hear it. The beat on the song is kind of good. I'm sorry, it's pretty good. I like so it. Let me let me let because I thought I thought Ryan Lewis was like would be like singing or doing something or being like yo or anything like that in the background yeah he appears just to be the producer which is odd for like the producer to be named as part of the group yeah i thought he was the 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 yorma taconi of 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 lonely island you know yes of course the just Uh, the 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 little igor who follows around andy samberg but i think i think ryan lewis is like a pretty decent producer like none of the 
none of the tracks on here sound bad, and some of the beats are Macklemore right, is but, the worst he, part of all the tracks, pretty much. But he cannot be restrained from his big brassy horns. If he could tone the horns back just a little bit, mm-hmm. I I could be rocking with Ryan Lewis, to be honest with you. Sure. Because it's not that bad. Like it's a fu- it's a fun. I like it. I'm I tired of pretending because, because that I don't. If, like I I don't know. I feel like if someone else was on the same beat and they were saying some good shit, I'd be like, damn, this goes crazy. Yeah, but instead, but instead he saying, wrote a song about how like it's funny to wear clothes. Uh, what's what's the most money you've ever spent on a t-shirt? Because Macklemore says uh fifty dollars for a t-shirt is like. Is that's that's above and beyond his. I his so I want yeah I did want to tell Macklemore that like you can go into Targus and you can get mm-hmm. a six dollar that got me through college like you can just get the last ten years if I needed a six dollar T shirt I would go to Target and I would be like hmm, do I want the gray or do I want the black today and I would pick uh-huh. one of those mm-hmm. and I would put it on it would be great yeah um what's the most you've ever spent on a T shirt um I I feel like if you go to a concert and buy a band's t-shirt that's Oh yeah yeah t-shirt. yeah that's probably yeah I think like I probably bought like a $70 Bob Dylan t-shirt yeah. when I was like in high school. Um I I did recently spend about $80 on it on a t-shirt. Yeah? That I was it a nice one though? Like you, it's, you like it's it? It's nice. I like it a lot. And, I got and, I I got a nice $50 Henley shirt from Dillard last uh-huh. month. Uh-huh. And I it made me realize that, like, oh, when you do buy something that's more expensive than six dollars, the quality is sometimes the better. quality is good, and it like feels nice to wear, and you like, yeah, like when I like want to like have a shirt that wears that looks nice and like feels yeah. nice and it's soft, and I like how it feels on my shoulders. Like I can just like put on my one now, expensive now, listen, shirt. Listen, it definitely is overpriced for that shirt I got. Yes, it, they, that could have in a just world that would be a six dollar shirt, and then it, the it, Target it, would just give away their like the rags that they have. But I'm like, I need to, you know, I need to. I want I want it it's the summer's coming up. I need a nice t-shirt. <laughs> so Yeah. <laughs> um, and, um and there's there's a design on it. You know, it's not That's a, cool. I'll pay I would pay for a plain standard regular ass t-shirt. I would pay just like a color. I'd pay like 20 bucks for it. Oh, sure. You know. Yeah, I'd buy a $20 t-shirt if it's like nice. Yeah. Um but that that's that's the limit. Basically 80% of my I think a good 20% of all of my, like, Facebook ads are, like, here's a K-pop band that's coming to your town. Mm-hmm. And the other 80% is, like, here's here's the t-shirt that girls love for bigger fellas. Like, <laughs> yeah. he, here's the... And then they, like, put, like, a large man in a very small shirt. And it's, like, and you look like this. And then it's, yeah. like... And then it's, when you like... Wear, when you wear one of our t-shirts from Slimmings, you'll look like Yeah, this. when you put on a Slimmings t-shirt, then all the girls, they go crazy for it. They say, is that a Slimmings? And I, and I would say yes. Yes, it is definitely. And um, mm-hmm. I guess yeah, I guess I've been buying a lot of T-shirts online, and uh, I haven't bought a Slimmings yet, but I'm I'm looking very strongly yeah. into well, let's, it. Let's let me put that down in in our like LLC yeah. list. I don't want to overlook the lyricisms of Thrip Shop, though. Of course, of course. Uh, um, is are there any specific specific lines that jump out? Kim, do I you have just... a favorite line from Macklemore's Thrift Shop? Uh, nope. Okay, thank you. Just checking. Yeah, so I don't think he should have. I don't. If I was Macklemore, I don't think I would probably have put the words "honky" and "mammy" in the same song. I probably wouldn't yeah, have had the little, word "mammy" you know, on my album. Probably. Maybe an editor. Maybe Ryan Lewis could could have also edited some. If it's gonna be, if you're gonna have like your white anxiety song, I wouldn't also be using like controlling images. But that's you know. Yeah, but you know, not 
he, he didn't commit the cardinal sin. He did. He did. He did one Epsilon, if I remember correctly, which I wouldn't have yeah, done. So if you well, if you yeah, if you took the, if you took the if you took the over on Epsilon, you you can cash out. If you took the under on N word, then you can mm-hmm. uh, you can also you can, cash out. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so I was trying to wonder what uh, popping tags was. Uh huh. Um, and I, I would assume I, it means it means just like you're going shopping. I'm looking at the tags on the merchandise. Yes. Um, I clicked pop and tags. Yeah, at the at the end of when he says goodwill, mm-hmm. um, and I was reading from Genius contributor Foxmonger, mm-hmm. um, seven months ago. Popping tags is a way of stealing items by taking off the tags and leaving with them. In parentheses, I think at least X three. Oh, that's cute. It was like a cute little like a little mm-hmm. Foxmonger. Yeah, like I think at least at least he. Yeah, like it's um, a fun like that. That's the you know some albums. I'm sure if you go over to Good Kid, Mad City, it's like Kendrick is on the website and he's like, "This is this is from my he, my Compton experience." Oh, I did I did do some research. Kendrick has left comments. Definitely, Ar- artist certified. Definitely. Uh, hey, why I wish that Macklemore would have gone on record on this one because I would like to know what a skeet blanket is. Genius didn't help me. I mean, that. I think we can kind of. Uh, but what, can, is uh, that? We can, I, I think. Hey, I think we can uh, come to our own conclusions. Uh, that's pretty good, man. That's Thanks, yeah, exclusive. Pretty exclusive. Yo, DJs, yo, 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 everybody, pick up your pocket casts and click the rewind fifteen seconds button and you're enjoy that one. You're, you're gonna, gonna love what you hear. Come to a conclusion. Come, come, come. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um. I. Yeah. Because sometimes, you know, like you, when you're hanging out with your, uh, your, your target range buddies and they're like, hey, we're going to go skeet shooting this weekend. The first time you hear that, you're like, that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. Yes. You guys are going to go jack off together. That's so funny. Yes. And then you find out that skeet is also like a thing that Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. I still don't know why it's called that, but I'm sure it's like the guy who invented it, his name was Skeeter or like the, the thing that shoots the the pigeon is the Mm -hmm. the skeet device. But like. I thought that maybe, okay, maybe there's, like, some fine fabric that's, you know, called skeet. Mm-hmm. So he's uh, he's going to the used store, and he's buying a used masturbation collection blanket. Yes. Um, or, or, or maybe he's repurposing one, you know? I'd say that's the more generous. He's, like he's, he's refurbing. He's like, I, I, yeah. I'm going to make this. To, to, to be loved is to be changed. Me picking yeah. up a skeet blanket. Wow. Yeah, for, you, you go to the like the eBay listing and it says lightly used. And you're like, oh, well, that can mean anything. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah I'm going to make this like new. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. That, I, I think that's. But the thing is, yeah, it's like if Andy, if Andy Samberg would say it was saying this in a Lonely Island style, he would be saying like he would have drawn a lot more attention to like. I feel like he would have referenced the skeet blanket like three separate times, each with increasing levels of kind of like. Yeah, the growing joke would have been that like he's not buying any apparel. He's just buying he's just, his <laughs> masturbation blankets. And his yeah, wife, exactly. Joanna Newsom, is like, can you buy a new shirt? And he's like, yes. And then he goes and he buys another skeet blanket by accident. Exactly. Yes. That would be cool because Joanna would probably be on the track. And I would love yeah. to hear from her in the Lonely that, Island that song. That would be fantastic. So um, those are the two. Those are the famous Mac. No, there's one more. Never mind. I thought those yeah, were the two famous one. ones. There's another one. But in the next, middle, we have Thin Line next, which I, I, there's a word missing from the middle there that I thought the song was going to be. Yeah, about. Um, the party's over. It's time to get conscious. It's time we're <laughs> viewers engage in social consciousness with us and Macklemore, the white rapper. This uh, is and this, at this this is track four, and it's already this is the second song where it sounds like the beat sounds like 80 percent of a song from montero it's like it's yes 
it it's does. strange. Mm-hmm. It's this. Mm-hmm. Wow. This, this, what a groundbreaking album. Um, Macklemore taught a little Nas X that it was okay to be weird. Can I tell you my favorite line on this track? Is it about the makeup? Yes. Yeah, dude. Uh, Mac- in verse, verse one, Macklemore says the greatest trick the dev- devil ever pulled was convincing women that they looked better in their makeup. Girl, I can make your hips stir. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is about breaking up with your wife because she wore makeup. So the the idea of this is, is this the one when he's like, oh, we can never be together because I'm a rapper? Uh, is that this track? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, how it's uh, hard to have a wife because, oh, is this the one where he's like, I love you less every time? No, that must be later. Because <laughs> that, shit, that shit was crazy. But yeah, he's, it's the thing of like, I'm always, you know, on the road and I'm never, I'm never home. So I can't be in a relationship. But. And it's like, this is your first one. You just got out of Langley High School and now you're like, mm-hmm. you're doing music in real life for the first time. You don't even, you went on your first tour for this album that he's already yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. oh man, the road's really, man, I, the road's making me want to cheat on my wife. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I think that was probably not just the road then. I'm addicted to the game. I can't, I can't stay. Uh-huh. Yeah. So can um, we talk? Macklemore is not the worst rapper on this track by a long shot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Buffalo Madonna, you are the worst fucking rapper I've ever heard in my this, entire fucking you life. You can tell because I I went, I clicked, I said, Buffalo Madonna, who the fuck is that? And you can click on the artist page on like your streaming service of choice. Buffalo Madonna is credited on one track and it's Thin Line by Macklemore. I, I, you sound like a Christian parody rapper. You should have been on Thrift Shop instead of the breakup song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's, it sounds like the, like, the ludicrous Friday verse. It's like it what, really, it's what you would, you would commission your 13 year old daughter to have. It's what someone who doesn't listen to rap thinks rap sounds like. Where Didn't believe in line. love until we fell out, gave the keys back. Now I'm on my homie's couch. So, so, uh, MF, MF Doomheads, no, real, real villains, mm-hmm. no. Uh, one of his best tracks is Rap Snitch Knishes. Yes. And, and that's featuring someone named Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and it's been kind of a long, a long held mystery. Who is Mr. Fantastic? Because this guy never shows up anywhere else uh-huh. and he has like a really good verse. <laughs> the dude listening um, to this. The dude listening to this. And the, the, like, some people are like, oh, it might be this, you know, like underground New York rapper or whatever. But I think the, the, simplest and and most common commonly accepted answer is that it's just mf doom's friend who wanted to get on a verse that's cool yeah i like that and he happened to do a a credit to his name a fantastic with a k job uh Uh, buffalo madonna it's i'm very happy that you did not continue your career after this one mets just hit two back-to-back home runs games let's go um deep left field by castellanos respect deep deep left field from pete and and starling all right yeah never in doubt never never in doubt Anyway. Okay, so uh, I was reading the genius for this one. What's interesting is that Macklemore has stated in interviews that he has a healthy relationship with his girlfriend. So the song may be about the average rapper. Oh, I was just putting. I, I'm Macklemore. Uh, I was just putting myself into the average rapper's mindset. <laughs> I couldn't. Yeah, it was it was hard to sort of you know step into somebody else's shoes, but uh, yeah. especially knowing how dangerous it can be to wear shoes. I'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, this is just this one's just like whatever. This one, it's between thrift shop and same love. It's like you gotta, you gotta, I guess you gotta put something there. Speaking of, next we have same love. Happy Pride Month to Happy all Pride the Month. out there. Uh, now, this I gotta has tell a, this, you, yeah, go ahead. I forgot that this is where She Keeps Me Warm came from. 
She Keep Me Worm is from this song. And I, I, the thing is, it's like, it's a cute hook. I don't know. I like, like yeah, it's, it's the best part of the song. Bless you. Bless you, Kim. Sorry. Bless you, Kim. Mm-hmm. When she, when she says she keep me warm, I'm like, she does. That's nice. Yeah. You can, you can feel like an emotion there, you know? Uh, so true. The cool, one of my favorite, I think, annotations of all time, if you can believe it, come from this song. Because oh, yeah, in, the, in, the, in the general, like, uh, notes about the song, just a really strong opening. Mm-hmm. Although it can't be attributed to just this song, Washington State became one of the first states <laughs> to legalize same-sex marriage. Yeah, we're, we're just saying there's not... Correction! You know, but... It was entirely this song. <laughs> yeah, there's a difference between causation and correlation, but... It literally, it continues, like, in 2015, 12 years after the Supreme Court invalidated laws prohibiting gay sex, and two years after the court extended federal recognition of same-sex marriages, gay marriage finally became legal in, in its entirety in all 50 states. Mm. Thank you, Ben. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ben. That's why you're the best. You know, we can't we can't forget about Ryan Lewis, who also played a big part in uh, Ryan Lewis through the first brick at Stonewall. So, you know, give him wow. credit. Yeah. So, Equal uh, Rights Lonely Island pop star killed this song. It, it's, it, um, yeah. Yeah, one. Like, I, th- song I think Macklemore probably had his follow up like already written, already in the tank. Um, yeah, and then then Equal Rights Not Gay came out, and it's mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think it, that was a series wrap on 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 Mr. Ben. It's like even even if you know we're going back into the distant past, right? It if you take it on the best faith possible, it's like wow, he's he's trying to do this to like show support. I'm you know. glad that it exists. You know, but I'd rather just, same love be out there. Yes, I am as well. But the just the whole first verse is just oh my god, it's, dude! It's, like it's real, and I, it, this is like it's like if we if we like it's it feels hack to even talk about this verse so, anymore. So obviously, I feel like when I was in third grade, I thought I was gay. Like everyone knows that, right? Um, but my favorite part that i because i never like really listened to the song i just like knew about it you know vaguely mm-hmm. later on he says his mom says ben you love girls since before that shit made me crack up like that's so good ben like, no, you son. love girls a lot do not worry love mom <laughs> yeah. you will never be gay don't worry about <laughs> don't it don't worry ben. you're not gay you've been you've been you've been horny since you were four like don't yeah, worry that's about like, it if, if there's one thing that i remember about being a little boy it's that i loved like I loved p- very proudly and loudly having crushes on girls. That was always exactly. something that I yes. loved. It's until, if you yeah. if you want like if you want a four year old boy to like really immediately like you, just mm-hmm. be like, who do you have a crush on? And they'll immediately like, oh, I I've been meaning to talk to you about this. I love girls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then later on, he <laughs> he's so, I'm anti vax, but only about cootie shots. Yeah, yeah. He. So he's one later verse. He starts with, "If I was gay, I think I would think hip hop hates me, right? <laughs> if I did it, but about being gay, yeah." And then it's like, "Ooh, is is he gonna, you know, start talking about like the game and hip hop?" And he just talks about fucking YouTube comments. Like, yeah, that's the next line. Yeah. So yeah, um, if you if you if you dislike this video, that means you're homophobic. Also, I feel like any any time and to relate them together again it's always connected kendrick lamar did this on his most recent album yeah if you're doing some type of like lgbt you know like uh empowerment song that you're just allowed to say the f slur on it for some reason 
Uh, I don't know why this keeps happening. Yeah, it's fucking it's fucking annoying when fucking Five Iron <laughs> yeah. Frenzy puts out an album and it's like, here's a song about like gay people being bullied and it's really powerful, but we are going to say it. And it's like, you we're didn't need say to say it. it. You're, yeah, we're going to put it in there, but it's okay. You get it? Because yeah. we're like doing a thing? No. Fellas, I've been trying to pick you for Fun Point for a long time. Please don't put that word in there. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So great job, man. Yeah, that, yeah, that was dope. I verse two would have gone crazy for me in youth group though. Like if mm. I like if this if this song if I didn't use the computer and I just heard this song in eighth grade, the, like before I learned how like, to do gay irony. was not written in the Bible or something. Like, yeah, something like that. Like that would have if you if you preach hate at the service, those words aren't anointed. That holy water that you soak in has been poisoned. Like I would have mm. that I would have ripped my shirt off like Hulk Hogan's when I heard that bars. Now I this is this is also what crystallized the like this came from the past world. Mm-hmm. Macklemore wrote this song in April 2012, only a month before President Obama came out in support of gay marriage. Okay, so, you know, Just I feel al- like my- Only 11 years has has Obama been like, let me be clear, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Macklemore and the Democrats both doing that thing where they look to see if something gets above 51% approval rating and then putting a song out about it. Uh-huh. To show that- <laughs> they, call, they, call, they called Mayor Pete and they were like, I think it's time, we're approaching 51%, release him from the tube. <laughs> yeah, get him out there. I, as, the, as the secretary of transport it's transportation it's time to transport that's right into the into the musical uh vernacular of all americans uh-huh. so uh-huh. i was reading also a quote that he had about um writing the song i wrote the song in april shortly after obama came out in, in support of gay marriage then frank ocean came out it seemed like time was of the essence yeah like it was never about being the first rapper to publicly support the issue but but at yeah. the same time you don't want the song's power to become diluted because of all of a sudden it's a bandwagon issue it's getting i'm getting so mad that frank ocean came out before you could drop your new track about home homophobia yeah, is bad. Ma- the cia calling it macklemore we've got some bad news to discuss with you <laughs> yeah the, the kgb has unleashed frank ocean yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, He's gonna trick people into listening to a Jay Z album to destabilize yeah, yeah. the uh, the United States. Yeah, yeah, uh, Macklemore, you're gonna want to hear this. Come over <laughs> here. Hold on. Um, Leave anyway. Chasen's improv show right now and and get back here. She keep me warm. She keep so. me warm, and at the end of the day, you have to respect it. Mm-hmm. I like um, the I like the annotation where it's like you know in the third grade I thought that I was gay because I could draw my uncle was and I kept my room straight. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I, that makes sense to me. But you click my uncle was, and it's like, actually, Macklemore says that he has four gay uncles. That's okay. It's not a contest. So, you know. yeah, it's, oh, you have one gay uncle? That's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I heard, <laughs> oh, I heard Frank Ocean only has one gay uncle, but me, Macklemore, I have four. Yeah, me, so. I have four, actually. All, all, all my uncles. Yeah. My, my, my uncle works at Gay Factory. <laughs> um, and, and I have many more of them than you. So, yeah. Anyway, I have an uncle that's... to spare if you need one. That's that's same love. Um, next, we have "Make the Money." The song's about making the money. Don't let it make you though. Exactly. It's you know. So someone once said, uh, "Having money's not everything, but not having it is." Um, and Matt Jim Carrey said, said "Make that. the money. Don't let the money make you." Um, so yeah, Frank Ocean said it right as, and President Obama said it right before Macklemore put the song out. And it was really frustrating for him. Mm-hmm. Um, he does so. I I feel like there's. There's some more credence to my theory here because he says Uncle Sam is my pimp when he puts me on the track. I don't know what that means, man. Like, what? It, so, so I feel um, Uncle Sam, America, right? That part I get. I'm there on Uncle Sam so and far. The, the pimp controls 
the uh right and pimp is one of the funniest things you can talk about in 2012 like if you're doing comedy you're gonna use the word pimp a lot and the pimp said you're gonna put on a horse head mask and you're gonna talk about pimps those are the two and and you're gonna say honey boo boo those are the three things that you talk about honey boo boo macklemore you're on this track because we as the united states government need you to put out another banger right um so he's kind of admitting it there right right that's interesting uh, mm -hmm. um anyway this i forgot the song existed i keep having this problem where Mm -hmm. I'm trying to, you know, keep myself accountable. I don't want to, I don't want to, much like Malcolm Moore, I want to be real me when I'm in the studio. I don't want to, I don't want to put on a front, be somebody Mm -hmm. that I'm not. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of these lines where if Donald Glover had said it on one of his like 2009 mixtapes, I would have liked it a lot. Mm -hmm. Like in this one, he's like, classroom of kids or a venue performing. If I'd have done it for the money, I'd have been a fucking lawyer. Like if but, Donald but Glover said that to me, it would have been track also, one of my workout playlists back in the I day. Th- it's it's part of the delivery. Cause you can imagine in your mind how Don Glover would say that. Yeah. And it would have been in sandwich between verses about how like I got churros with Tina Fey. And it's like, that's awesome, yeah. man. That's cool. Exactly. Yes. Macklemore um, would never do that. He would not do that. Um, can't- <laughs> Did you just knock something over, Kim? I knocked over three things. <laughs> okay. Well, you can leave it for now. It's fine. Bug spray and two different sunsprays. <laughs> yep, thank you. Sorry. Damn, it's that time uh, of year. It's, I just realized we're 45 minutes into this, and we're what? not halfway through this album. Okay, what, let's talk uh, about Neon Cathedral. <laughs> your, this is your favorite track, right? This is my, one of my least favorite. Again, it's it's like... I'm glad it exists. I would rather it, you know, I am sure that this song has helped a sizable amount of people struggling with like alcoholism. Mm. Glad that that can be a resource for people. Totally cool. Uh-huh. But it's so corny and it's so obvious and, and, and it's so I, just so. I feel like this is something that could have been a single verse stretched out to an entire song, you know? It's like, eight if, minutes of just what if, if instead of a textbook at school, you had a cocktail menu. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. what if and, what if you, yeah. your pastor was a bartender what if like when you go to you know like church for for sunday service it's like going to the bar what if you did confession at a booth but it was a booth at a bar instead of a catholic yeah dude mm-hmm. what if you drank jesus's blood but it, it was blood and alcohol? most most kids learn their abcs at school i learned mine at abc liquor I be, yeah that's where i went to drink um vodkas and stuff in geography class talking tennessee but in liquor store, talking Hennessy. That's he what say, every bar on this album is. Did he say that in this one? <laughs> right? You can't tell. I, don't I just know. made that up. But that was that was also in the song, spiritually. Uh, yeah, it's, it's... It's just, it's all that. It's it's pick... pick it's it, in the sort of Eminem style. It's like, pick, do third thought to like any, go, any go, item that you would and, see and in every, a church... Or in uh, or in a liquor store. And the, he's like, went to the confessional booth to get some fear off. Then I reach into my pocket for the smear off. Yep, like that's the whole song. Yeah, it was cool that, uh, that he got uh, he got Adam Yauk to come up and yell yell the yeah, the last line of it. Off. Yeah, that was cool. Mm-hmm. Good job. Fucking, um, I, I, I will say to his credit, um, there was. Let me find the exact. Uh, when he says, he, he said, oh, I accidentally read one line, one line above. I'm going to include that one as well. Hail Mary, come with me. Feel like Pac when it hits. Yeah. Got God some damn, fire. I feel like Tupac. I feel like Tupac because I'd like a two pack of beer is what he they, is. Which, which is what how they frequently sell them. Yes. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A classic, a classic two pack. Thank you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, 
uh, yeah, the bartender's like, oh, you got somebody special at home? Yeah, my Ciroc jug. Yep, that's me, so, Macklemore. feel like Pac when it hits, got some fire in my belly and a riot in the gut. So he is at least talking a little bit about tummy, which I appreciate. Yeah, yeah, so like that's that. It, it, it helps me to sort of understand. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I love going to doctor, and they're like, "Oh, you don't feel good. Like your your body's falling apart. Well, do you like smoke or drink?" And I'm like, "No, no, no." And they're like, "Oh, well, that's that's the main one." Oh, yeah. Fuck. So I don't know. All right. Well, that's all we got. So yeah. try these here. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna sort of like put my hand into this bag of pills here. Try these. Yeah. How about how about try smoking and drinking and see how that affects you? Yeah. Uh, and then we'll. Come well, back. okay. Yeah, all right, if you say so. Okay. Doc- doctor's orders. Yeah. Oh, it's my orders? And then they're like, ah. Because they, you know. I, al- I also make sure. If they walk in and they're like, hey, Brooks, I'm like, can you go back out and can you say my my title? Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. So um, up, we get yeah. to skip the next one, which is great. So so next we have Bomb Bomb, which is just like an instrumental track. And it is easily the best song on the album. <laughs> like, not joking. Yeah, not it's about... No, it's it's, good. A, it's about the guys from Mario, and it's got beats mm-hmm. in it, and it's got, like, sexual moaning on it to, like, in, it indicate kinda, that... It kind of starts like a bootleg Nujibes beat at the first part, sure. and, then, and then I'm like, you know, Ryan Lewis, you're not that bad, and then his goofy-ass brows, ba-ba-ba, kicks in, and I'm like, all right, you've, I've mm-hmm. had enough of this, let's just skip it. Um, So that's that. It's yeah. it's fine. It's not great. Listen listen to Modal Soul instead of Bomb Bomb. Right. It's like, please, Macklemore and Ryan, I'm trying to get to White Walls featuring Schoolboy Q and Hollis. Yeah, I, I can't wait to hear Schoolboy Q's verse, but before that, let's check in with the Patreon. Oh, yes, of course. Uh, dot com slash Post Game of Thrones. Where if you like, you can donate to us. We gotta buy uh, Kim sunscreen, please. Yeah, Kim just spilled the entire uh, bottle of sunscreen <laughs> all over our all over our, our carpet. In the room. So uh-huh. we need, sunscreen we need falling to, out of pockets. We need to clean that up and get a new sunscreen. Um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. $1 a month, you get all of our bonus content, including Words and Deeds that I did with Brooks. That's about Metal Gears and Carry Me Home that I did with Kim. That's about Jim Carrey's. And now, three-star special, where we attempt to watch the most average movies of all time. Babana. Bababa. This month, we will be watching <laughs> Minions Rise of Gru. Uh, so if you'd like to hear us discuss that, first watch it. Have, you, have y'all popped into that one yet, or are you waiting no, until, not like, yet. mid-month-ish? I, I feel like we're going to do that as our, like, usually on the last day of school, we usually, like, go out and get dinner and get an ice cream or something, you know, just as, like, a celebration. Sure. Um, so I think we might do that when we come home and pop on Minions Rise of Gru for a clean 86 minutes and see what's <laughs> going on in there. Um, this is going to be good. Did you? Did you check it out? Not yet. Does it does it fit into your bingo? Uh... Uh, yeah, I think it, I have the one where it's like, uh, it's a movie that has a 4.0 or higher on Letterboxd. Okay, fantastic. So I just <laughs> googled Minions Rise of Gru, which is a 2022 film, mm-hmm. and there is a current showtime in Tampa at 9.30 on this coming Tuesday. Oh, 9.30 a.m. And it's like, was that, was that a, a three-star special bump? Like, what? That like, has to, that has to be like a school trip or something. Like, yeah. <laughs> So that that's why that's why you and Kim were so excited about Minions. Yes, exactly. Uh, Five dollars, you can request music for us to listen to on this very podcast, and you get shoutouts at the end of episodes. Uh, Ten dollars a month gets you all that. Plus, special you just add us into Discord, and we will kill Macklemore and fire pro wrestling if you'd like. We'll put him in a barbed wire exploding deathmatch with Ryan Lewis and see who stands tall. So, Patreon.com/slash Post Game of Thrones. Thank you. This is like a members only screen. It's telling me to put in my membership number if I want to go see Minion. Damn. See, yeah, there's some some shit mm-hmm. going on there. We got it. There's a lot happening in terms of the CIA that we're learning about. Next, we have White Walls featuring Schoolboy Q and Hollis on this one. Um, 
I got off the bat. I was not impressed with Schoolboy Q's verse. He's phoning it in on this one. You know? No, I, I, I didn't like, yeah, I didn't. Um, Cause this is the Subaru Crosstrek song. Yes. Where he's like, everyone wants to drive a, uh, you know, a new fancy Lamborghini or, or a McLaren sports car like Tyler, the creator, but not me. I want an old Cadillac. Yeah, this is, I, this is what I, I want to drive slow. Every like little Dicky song is. I want to just... drive slow. Like I'm the white Paul wall through uh-huh. Seattle. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, action Bronson. If you're thinking about writing a song about how you want, like you want to drive Homer Simpson's car instead of like a cool car. Don't genres cover, but we already got it. Try it. Matt don't Moore has bother. Been doing that for years. So. Yeah. There we go. And it, I will say when when Schoolboy Q like he he gets up to the mic and he starts talking about like butts and pussies and fucking it did feel pretty dissonant. Yeah, it's because Macklemore is just like, oh, I want a cool car and I want to drive in it and I want to I want to drive in the fucking Bernie Mac car. And then Schoolboy Q's like, what's up? I'm gripping her thighs and fucking her. And you're like, all right, man, she got that polygrip pussy. She got <laughs> yeah. But like, he says, fuck the, he's like, fuck the speed limit. I'm fucking too fast. And it's like, okay, Q. All right. Awesome. Yeah, that's where I, I and to me, I think Macklemore is just like Dwayne the Rock Johnson to me, where it's like <laughs> you can talk about doing that, but I think you're only doing it in the most abstract sense. In the sense that you've heard of it before, but you don't really know. <laughs> yeah, like when I'm it. when I'm watching Skyscraper featuring Dwayne the Rock Johnson and he's like, I love my wife, Nev Campbell, and the kid that we had through reproductive intercourse i was like i you're you're i don't think so man uh theory second theory so first we have macklemore is cia second theory schoolboy q in this track he says never park the whip see what's popping at the mall met a bad bitch slap her booty with my paw uh <laughs> proposal is schoolboy yeah. furry yeah okay there we go <laughs> uh, correct <laughs> yeah school schoolboy q instead of saying q just say nyan at the end of your uh, and then and then yeah that could be your, that would be a great ad lib i'd love that <laughs> yeah Hey, where were you when Bernie Mac died? I don't... Bernie Mac died, like, way longer ago than I thought. Like, I feel like every time I hear about Bernie Mac, I'm like, oh, he died recently, right? He got COVID. No. No, he died in 2008. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that was a while ago, dude. I remember... I only remember because I was... I had two of my buddies over for a middle school-style sleepover, and Mm -hmm. my mom woke me and my friends up, Mm -hmm. like... At sunrise to be like, guys, Bernie Mac died. Oh my god! And I was like, oh, all right. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, mom. I know how much you loved Mister Three Thousand. Who, who was your favorite of the kings of comedy? I was uh, not. I wasn't rocking with DL. I wasn't. No. It was Cedric. It was Bernie. It was DL. Who's the other one? Steve Harvey. I might. It might. I think Bernie Mac probably was. I feel like Bernie Mac. I don't. I know. I do not for. As much as I can remember, Steve Harvey has only been the host of Family Feud. Like, yeah, I, for- I forget. Comedy. Yeah, yeah. Like when I'm watching Are We There Yet with Ice Cube, I'm like, you've always you were born to do, be in in this movie. Yeah, I, I respected Bernie Mac's craft. You know, don't, I'm not going to go back and watch anything he said. No, we're not condoning any of the jokes on there because I'm sure they are all about how it's it's how we all love to beat our kids. But like, yeah. uh huh. Yeah. But at when I was eleven years old and I was watching it, I when when Bernie Mac was like, I I I put my child in the figure four leg lock when he lied to me, and I'm like, that's mm-hmm. funny, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Oh my, do not go and look up what the original Kings of Comedy what they talked about in their set list, especially Bernie Mac. Okay, never mind. I'm not. <laughs> never rocking. mind. I'm, no, never mind. Bernie Mac, we are not rocking with you. No. Yeah. I. I. Yeah. It's. 
I, I bet that's true. We will yeah. not be doing the original Kings of Com- Comedy cast album for Fun Point, I don't think. I, I'm looking over because I'm looking over the, you know, the synopses of their set. And D.L. Hughley probably had the most acceptable one. Right. So, is he probably he's like he's talking about like airline food and everybody else is just like, here's some people groups that should be dead. Yes. <laughs> OK. Yes, exactly. Uh, so Bernie Mac, never mind. Um Anyway. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah, yeah, man, you, awesome. yeah, don't look that shit up. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Okay, let's talk about the next song. Let's talk about the next song. Uh which is is it Jimmy Jimmy Levine? Jimmy I, Jimmy Yovine. I don't know. Yovine. Yeah. Jimmy um, Eoshirai featuring Absol Jimmy... the Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Um Absol's on here. You may remember from Kendrick Lamar's Section 80. Um, yeah, this is the is song a, about how sometimes you want a record deal. Cool. Yeah. Um, do we have any? I have nothing to say about this. This, it's a, this is the only one that like has the heist motif, though. Yeah. And there, there's Other, yeah. The, the the beat sort of sounds like an alarm a little bit. So like I didn't hate mm-hmm. that. Yeah, um, making you do the Mr. Krabs face a little bit. Yeah, and there, there's the, the whole all of verse two is like I thought the recording booth was going to be like a club style party environment, but actually it's just sort of like a a room where you have to put on noise canceling headphones like yeah dude that is like lmfao was not like bringing part their party rock friends into the booth yeah they did they did they had to put in the work to like create the party rock yeah sorry i just looked at wings and they also have the album cover yeah i want to i want to get the shoe song i was just i was very confused about jimmy bovine because Mm -hmm. It seems like they got the dude on here to play himself, but he, in this song, he's like the fucking devil. The whole song yeah. is like about how I'm going to make Macklemore like, sell his soul and not yeah. give him any money. Yeah, the devil went down to Georgia, but the, like the worst version of it you've ever heard. Yeah, so I, if that is like they, this is like a fucking like Bob Iger, mm-hmm. Kevin Feige type. Mm-hmm. And like, but and yeah, I wrote my, my MCU disc track about Kevin. And then he came mm-hmm. on the track and he was like, I I drink infant blood all the time. I hate you. I'm never gonna. Mm-hmm. I I was mean to Scarlett Johansson. Like, mm-hmm. I I guess it's kind of cool to like be uh, be the devil on a song about how you suck. But yeah, that'd be fun. But in any know. case, let's talk about how you be put the on a shoe. So please, for the love of God, look at the the album art for this one. I'm looking at. Um, I'm, and I'm this having one, a smile. This one is about how Macklemore's uh his brother's friend or his or his friend's brother, not even someone he knows got killed for wearing uh, Jordan 4s and mm-hmm. they got stolen. Um and that's that's how yeah. this goes. They they got they got him for <laughs> he was wearing his phones, yeah. Yeah. Uh at least like the 4s okay. Decent, you know, decent decent pair uh pair of shoes there. Uh but the weird thing is how he keeps so he's talking about getting his his first pair of Air Maxes that have like the air bubble thing in it and he keeps talking about the fucking air bubble through the whole song. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't it. He goes, he starts like rapping a little bit about, like, it's it's mostly just like, it's hard on these streets. Like, you can lose your life over a pair of kicks. But then mm-hmm. he'll like start rapping about supply and demand and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Profit. he gets into like schoolhouse rock a little bit. Yeah, supply and demand. How much product do you have in hand? Like, yeah, what? Yeah. Like, uh-huh. Exactly. He's saying he wants to be like Mike. Why well, I could have been in like Mike instead of Lil Bow Wow. Well, yeah. Why couldn't it have been me? Uh, yeah, and he's doing this, he says, he says, like, I, he says, I wanted to be cool, and I wanted to fit in. I had what he want, I wanted what he had, America, it begins. 
Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Another another thing that Donald Glover was like, oh, one day I'm going to do something like that. So there is another another line that if Donald Glover said it, he would be able to pull off where he said, my friends couldn't afford him four stripes on their Adidas. Literally, there's there's literally I learned about that from an early Childish Gambino song. Like, he has yeah. a song where he says, got the fake Adidas on whiting out the fourth stripe. Yeah. this mo- Hey, this motherfucker's wearing a Beebus. Get his yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Tina Fey stomped him out for that. That was really, that was really <laughs> yeah. nasty. And I, this is just, you know, this is, I'm not, I'll never be Shane McMahon and I'm sorry about it. Mm-hmm. I'm, and I know that you're, you're kind of, you're kind of like a sneakerhead. Like you have a great appreciation for, for footwear. I'm wearing the shoes though. I really, I, I, I'm wearing them. I know that you wear them and, and they get scuffed and they get the, the see, little see, fold on the top thing. of it. I, I feel like to, to be sneakerhead, you have to be like, I feel like that the the definition has changed in, from someone who just like has a lot of sneakers to someone who tries like reselling them and not letting me get my shit off of the Nike app. Right. Uh, but for me, it's like I I get them because I I want to wear them and I think they look good. Right. Yes. You know, and I'll I'll clean them and make sure they look nice, and I won't get mad when we go to L and B Pizza and I still pistachio ice cream all over my my. Yeah, you've lungs. never you've never been mad, especially I've in never that been part mad. of town. Don't put it don't put it in a newspaper that uh-huh. I got mad. If I spilled pistachio ice creams all over my Jordan ones, here's how it would have happened. But <laughs> you know, that's fine. yeah. Uh, see, it's just it's, it's different worlds because for me, like the idea of having a Nike app sounds like a joke to me. Like it sounds like it's, it's bro. It's it's the fucking only way to buy shoes. Right. I know. I know that it's like every time I go to my college campus, there will be like a seven foot two like white guy, and he'll be like, I I'm. I'm in my virtual queue for the Yeezy drop, yeah. and I. Yeah, you know how you know how you had to like queue up for a chance to possibly buy twice tickets. Yes. Um. Imagine if you were doing that for a pair of shoes. Yeah. If Jiho like drop some shoes, I'd probably get them. I I'm if if there was uh, honestly the the bad bunny the bad bunny Adidas I wasn't rocking with those. If there's some some Geo Air Maxes out there, I'm signing up. I'll enter the queue. Yeah. Just, hey. Hey, I bought your shoes. Do you want to? Do you want to come see them sometime? Would you like? Yeah. Would you like to look at? <laughs> they're your shoes, and I'm wearing them. Isn't, look, they're your shoes. Do you want to? Do you want to like? What size? What size do you wear? Maybe I got. I got the. Size. I got these shoes that are 18 sizes too big, so we can both put our feet in the shoe so together. We can wear them together. Yeah. <laughs> Me making this song, but if I wear the Jiho shoes, I'll be able to do the more and more choreography. <laughs> Uh, getting yeah, oh, getting cha- the, the police don't believe you that like oh, I don't know I, they fell off a fucking overpass or whatever yeah no you you stole them from from Momo's house yeah I I, I stole them from Dahyun's house yeah uh, so I could wear them but instead instead it's a song about how Macklemore will kill you if you wear shoes and then a children's choir sings for eight or nine minutes yeah and they say they say you must be consumer you must spend money on on a, a Nike Nike swoosh app yeah I guess anyway, so. Next song is called Awake, or is it Awake? I feel like I'm we thinking. definitely, it was either Hospice or Eminem. One of the albums, we've already definitely had a song where it was like Awake, but uh-huh. it was it was a double mm-hmm. meaning, perhaps. Mm-hmm. And I, I gotta be honest with you. This is the point where there the referee is raising my arm to check if I'm still. Yeah, we, yeah, we talked a little bit off the, uh, off the air last week about how I was really starting to feel the fatigue. And then I realized that we didn't do the deluxe album. So there's like. It, the way it looks on Genius right now is that we're on track 12 of 18. Thank fuck we only have to go to 14. Like there's, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or whatever. Like we don't have to listen to Castle or My Oh My or Victory Lap. Tremendous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
so I, I gotta admit, I was I was dazing off at this point. What is this song about? It's about Reaganomics and the Rodney mm-hmm. King riots. And mm-hmm. uh, okay. this one is like, this one is, I think the white privilege stuff on this one is a lot more successful than his other shit, which like, I, yeah. I could be wrong on that. But like, mm-hmm. it actually, he, he speaks very directly to like the white savior shit and like the, the fact that like yeah, white rappers so- are, are called conscious rappers and black rappers are typically like. Mm. rarely afforded that and that's interesting white white rappers are are usually described as being like a uh a field general or having a great mind for the game right yeah you know well uh black rappers are often described by their their athleticism which compares them to monsters and beasts yes yeah we've all seen the classic uh lebron james style uh magazine cover Mm -hmm. yeah Um, yeah exactly based on a classic film um Mm -hmm. i I also I do wish that I had heard this song a little earlier because there's not a lot of songs about you know turning thirty and this mm-hmm. one you know it, it would have been a great insta song for me when he's and he also talks yeah, about yeah. straight edge which is like hell yeah dude mm-hmm. maybe that's mm-hmm. why I liked it mm-hmm. but he does say fuck a straight edge so well the, the, yeah but he's like he's like but he's like fuck a straight edge you know like oh okay yeah he's he's, right. he's, he's, he's like they're crazy in there. Yeah, like like what is it? Uh, save a horse, ride a cowboy. Yeah, Something exactly. Like that. That's what that's what the song was originally called. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, the song uh, was okay, but he should still mackle less. Let's go on to the next one. Okay, next we have gold, and this is the song where I wanted to kill myself. Why? Because uh, he says Dookie ropes in it. No, I don't know. It was just like the everything thousand gold, gold slick rip, gold, gold. It was just. This is no, like I, I can tell you exactly the point where I I felt like ending my life. I was going through it. I was doing my due diligence. And we get to the third verse. We we're just going gold coins, gold phone, gold car. And I was like, enough. Yeah. I have to play Zoldo. Yeah. <laughs> Leave me alone, Matt. Girl, gold hand hook car door. Go, go, go. Yeah. He does also mention the space needle in this one. And I feel like that's me if I did a rap talking about like Times Square. You know? Yeah, it's like, very, like- it's, it's, yeah, it's very like, I, you could have said like Scarecrow Video or like Biscuit Bitch, like the really cool Seattle places to go to that I went to. Mm. Um, yeah. I also did. I brought my little among up to the Space Needle. That was also very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, did you know that Dookie ropes are a thing from Run DMC? Yes. Apparently, I didn't yes, know that. I, I am. I am familiar. They're the very thick, uh, like gold chains. Yes. Okay, that's cool. So I, I learned. I thought it was. That. I thought it, before I heard that from you, I figured it was like the to- like toilet paper for mummies. Like it was like yeah, you thought you thought it was like a mummy joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, this is all about how yellow is his favorite color. And yes. he does mention the cobra clutch in it, which I don't know. I was if, waiting for you to get there. I feel like um, is don't you feel like that's the most common rap submission hold that gets shouted out? I feel it like there's a lot. Very of, few, very few rappers these days mention the cattle mutilation. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I Eminem has definitely used the phrase Cobra Clutch, but he hasn't been like I the Hoss of I, Pain or the Brock Lock. I think it's because it's not really that great of a move, but Okada, his submission hold is called the Money Clip. And I feel like That's rappers could really benefit from familiarizing themselves with New Japan and pro wrestling as we get into G1 Climax. Dude, that Danielson Okada match is going to go so fucking hard. It's going to be so it's, fucking good, dude. I, I am disappointed he's not in the G1, but he would have died for real. Um, yeah, I'm glad that he's going to be We get Eddie Kingston, though. Longer. Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston in, in the G when he when he drops to Yano, it's gonna be really funny. Oh please, please, Gato, I need Eddie Kingston versus Tomohiro Ishii. Please give this to me. That I would be qu- that'd be quite yeah. They are both so shaped. I would love to see that. <laughs> yeah. 
But speaking of, there's no like real wrestling heads on this fucking website except for you and me because he literally says gold dust when he's talking about like he's talking about mm-hmm. wrestling and they they completely no. didn't realize that that was Dustin Rhodes himself. Yes. The natural. Exactly. Um, and then the song ends with him because it's it's 2012 and what does the fox say? And we're all wearing mm-hmm. the, the horse head um, mm-hmm. funny. Um, he talks about how he's going to fuck Betty White, who is alive. He mentions that frequently. No, because early, I feel like early in the track, he mentions like something about the Golden Girls, and then a couple lines later, he does the thing where he's like, "No, literally, I would, I would have sexual relations with Betty White, who was alive." No, literally, Betty White's gonna live to be a hundred, and she's not gonna fall three weeks short. Make sure you buy your tickets yes. to her her hundredth year event to AMC yeah. Theater soon. I can't yeah, wait to Betty be there White. on Macklemore. <laughs> Yeah, Betty White was who he was talking about. He was like, this rap lifestyle, you know, we're not compatible. There's going to be a thing called Bitcoin, and there's going to be a thing called Dogecoin. Buy that. Uh-huh. All right, have a good one. I'm uh-huh. Macklemore. And no no offense to Betty White. I was always a more B, of a B. Arthur head. I was, but... kind of, I was kind of a Rue head, personally. Yeah, you, oh, you, like, you liked her uh, her su- Southern, uh, you know. It was, it was comfortable to me, and... yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do yeah. respect B. Arthur for being the femputer on Futurama. That was cool. Yes, great. Did you ever watch the commentary for that episode? I must have, yeah. But Where they're like, we cannot believe we got B. Arthur for this episode. Listen to how good she sounds. <laughs> like She's good. Yeah, like that's how like I, when, like, I, when I see her like, anything, I'm like, that's the femputer. They were like, we were legitimate, legitimately taken aback with how much like pathos she put into reading the computer sexual robot lines. Yeah. Like, it did, was unbelievable. B. Arthur, <laughs> would you, would you like to be on our, our Woman Planet episode where they're, they're big monsters who fuck all the guys and they get fucked to death, but they like it? Yes. Anytime a Golden Girls episode comes on, which is frequently in our house, Kim loves to tell me that Estelle Getty was actually the youngest of the Golden Girls. That's interesting. But she played the mother. Just something to think yeah. about. Mm-hmm. If, you, anyway. if you give us a dollar, you can learn uh, how old all of the members of 80 for Brady are and who's the oldest. So Don't look it up. Only we know. Don't look it Next up. Next we have Starting Over, which is um, in which... the death slot of the Macklemore album. So, uh-oh. Yeah, this is uh, it's about it's about a relapse and it's nicer because it's like actually like Macklemore being like, yeah, it's hard to be a role model when like sometimes you fuck up and relapse. And it, and also Marshall Mathers isn't there being like, I'm on the verge of relapse. Like, it's, yeah, it's yeah. A, in the worst voice you've ever heard. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I don't think you I don't even know if you like feel emotions in the way that people do, Marshall. That's that was mm-hmm. anyways. Mm-hmm. We got some real Seattle indie legends on this one from from Carissa's Weird, which I had never heard of before, I don't think, but I wanted mm-hmm. the clout, so I wanted to shout that out. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is about how it, some one time in Alcohol Anonymous, a girl came up to me and said, hey, other side, help me to make it. And he said, thanks. That's, that, that's exactly how Brooks feels about the Red Hot Chili Pepper song. Other I side. was gonna say, I feel like is that how long, how long? Yeah, I would, I would, I would love to go up to Macklemore and be like, "Hey, man, I just wanted to tell you that Give It I Away by the Red Hot Chili Peppers really got yeah. me through a dark time." I just wanted to tell you, man, I'm a big fan of Under the Bridge. Have a good one. Yeah, <laughs> I like the song Around the World, where it's like, here's the various countries of people where I fuck people <laughs> that's awesome and it's like oh that's the lead single huh hey okay. hey macklemore did you know the rift to snow is actually really hard to play anyway best of luck to yeah you in your, in your great career. wrestlemania 24 theme song though um WrestleMania he does say some real like real megalom megalomaniacal shit on this one mm-hmm. where i thought he was with, gonna say megalovania he like, said oh, some real cool. like yeah he um he did some real fucking bone trousel shit mm-hmm. um he, so so it's a story about how like he relapsed recently, but he didn't, you know, he, he knows he's a role model. So it's like, should I say it? Should I not? Um, and then this person comes up and is like, hey, other side was important to me. And he says, God wrote other side. The pen was in my that hand, just, which yep. I know that's like something that like I know that people I've even like 
I've, I've heard lots of musicians like use that metaphor of like, I was just like a conduit. Like it just came to me. I don't even feel like mm-hmm. I deserve credit, but that like I, God wrote that shit. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I'm going to start saying that after my improv shows. Yeah. That, where it's I like, was like, Oh just, dude, just... when you, when you were like the French waiter and you were like, Hon, 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 uh, Yokiero baguette. Like that was, that was so funny. How'd you come up? Oh, that was God, man. I was just, that was God. I was just, I was just the best. I couldn't, I didn't see or hear anything the entire time I was up there. I was just, the spirit was moving me. Yeah, it was just it was just coursing through me. Yeah, I yeah. feel like it's a, it's a lot less it's a lot less egotistical. Just be like, thanks, man. I'm uh, yeah, that was I'm I'm proud of that verse too. I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, want to get to the final track, which is called Cowboy Boots. Yeah, don't remind me of a better Kesha song. Uh, don't remind one. Every album has to have a cowboy song on it. So here we go. But the where he fucks up here is it's it's like you get like a jangly old town road guitar at the start. But the the chorus is like a sea shanty. They start they bring in Drew Carey and start doing Irish drinking song in the chorus. Yeah, and it just doesn't fit. It it's not how that works. Yeah, it you, was you it can't was weird. Be in the old saloon, there's no piano that like the the guy playing it gets shot, but it keeps playing itself. Uh huh. You know, there's like none of that. No one's spitting into a spittoon or anything. It's just it's just all over the place. Right. Stick to the concept. Come on. But it, some of it's relatable to me. Like when he's like, pour out a little liquor and turn up the Johnny Cash. I'm always saying that at the function. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, also, um, if you were listening to this and you were like any sort of Twitch streamer or any sort of like online personality, um, really, really rich vein here. There's a clip. Uh, you can clip Macklemore saying... Good lord, they've broken my shields. And you can, like, anytime, like, for your soundboard, when you're playing, like, Apex Legends or Halo or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's good. Every time you get your shields broken, you can, like, have Macklemore say, Good lord, they've broken my shields. And that would be, like, a fun, everyone would be like, <laughs> Mind Macklemore. if I drop in? Yeah, he also voices Winston and Overman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, Overwatch 2 is exactly the same as the first game, but Macklemore voices Winston now. Uh-huh. That's it. That's the only <laughs> change. Yeah, you you know there's some some really terrible shit happening at Blizzard because they just announced that Macklemore is yeah. going to be a playable Macklemore, character. Macklemore had to put out same love so we could finally find out that Symmetra is is gay. So yeah, thank you to her. him for that. And don't look at any other shit that was going on at Blizzard. Yeah, so don't don't spawn camp and like destroy Symmetra's teleporter because like she's you mm-hmm. can't do that. It's Pride Month. Yeah, exactly. So this is about um, how it's sad when you're in Seattle and there's a Quiznos that you get to enjoy because you don't have them in Tampa, but then later it closes mm-hmm. down. What a winter that was. Very sad. And then you have to, and then you have to go home and, and remember the times you had at Quiznos. Yeah. Sad. And then Macklemore is like, wow, that booth was really scary. It wasn't a party style environment like that. Like I thought it would be. I'm never going to enter one of these again. Mm-hmm. That's it. Goodbye. I'm Goodbye. done. I'm, I'm fucking done. finished. And then he flushes. Haley, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Haley. I didn't mean to make you go crazy. No, we're done with that. We're done. Thank you. Um, I know I got skeletons in my closet. Like the song. <laughs> like the song. But when you rec- listen to my record, don't pause it. Right, Eminem? Because I'm the anyway. one who posits when I think. They're okay. Might have and to take I a drink. A, and when I take a, take a shit in the toilet, that's when it stink. <laughs> <laughs> that's Macklemore. You want to do Slap City? Yeah. Better than would, Revival. I thought it was fine. I would, better than Revival. Yes. Uh, you are up first this time. Um, it's not. I'm. I fucking. I looked up fucking. Uh, Chris is weird and like all those other like related ones. Um, this one's not related. It's just a song I've liked lately. Um, it's a French track by um by what I understand to be a pop star, Ali Z. And mm-hmm. I think this was a popular song 20 years ago, and I just missed it because I didn't live in France or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's called Jean Mr. Um, not to be mm-hmm. confused with the um, 
the character that Josh Veal plays on um on on Tumblr. But uh, okay, it's a it's a fun song about how you're fed up in French, and I've been listening to it a lot, and I like it. How am I, how am I spelling? This? Oh, I'm popping it over to you. Okay, okay, yeah, do that for me. Um, oh, je ne m'appelle Yeah. Okay, there we go. Um, well, it is it is Pride Month, you know. Ah, oh, fuck! Triggered. Come on. So I'm I'm gonna. You could you could have reminded me before I made my pick. So I'm gonna pick Macklemore's "Same Love." Um, yeah. I'm picking "Lipstick Lover" by Janelle Monae. Fuck. Did, did you? It's a good song. Did you see? Did you see the video? I I I you saw see the video for that song. In, in the same way that Macklemore killed Tumblr, I think the the gift sets of "Lipstick Lover" have revitalized Tumblr in a big way. I'm I'm getting as as close as, as I can to the microphone right now, so you can hear the sweat like dripping. Yeah, I can hear it. Yeah, as as I talk about uh, Janelle Monae's lipstick lover, and then I get back into my yeah my normal character who doesn't know what titties are. Yeah, my normal um, Dwayne the Rock Johnson or Macklemore character. Yeah, that just yeah my normal my normal my normal podcasting character who is smooth SpongeBob. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, it's 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 like a Ken doll crotch, but it's my entire body. It's just <laughs> yeah yeah. Uh, are you so uh, are you and Kim going Oppenheimer first or Barbie first? What's the what's the move for y'all? I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to find a good a good time when you know we can get both of them back to back. I I feel like I might go Oppenheimer first mm-hmm. and then Barbie as like a palate cleanser, right? You know, because and then after, and then and then after, oh, well, like, we're already here. Let's pop into let's pop into Minions, Rise Minions, Rise. Yeah, because I figure after like three and a half hours or however long it's gonna be, I'm going to see some like colors or something, right? Um, and it's like so I, I could see like... Spider Verse, but I could also go see Banana. Yeah, exactly. Um, so either way. Um, we got, if you can believe, we got a few questions. People uh, are, people, people really wanted yeah, to, people uh, were really, um, talk about this really one. excited about the heist. So thank you for helping me to pick it. Cause I think it was a real people, people were really excited to get to listen to the heist without judgment. Uh, for, I feel like for all the, uh, the pride month comments we got, I feel like we address that pretty soundly and, and clearly. So right. I think we, we support it. There. We support it. That's, and we think he did it. We think he did a great job. I think he could have done a worse job. He could have done a better. He could have done a better job, but he could have done a worse. But also could have done it. That's kind, just kind of fits the album as a whole. Yeah, to be honest with you, if he he was he was as progressive or more as the sitting Democratic U.S. president. So you know yes, exactly. Uh, friend of the show, Sylvie Sylvie Bullet, so nasty. Um, we already discussed this about the pride section. Uh, also, what other type of businesses should Macklemore rap about? <laughs> I think Best Buy would be cool. Quiznos. I'm uh, we need to bring on back. my way to Best Buy. When I drink, I'm the worst guy. There you go. We got it. Uh, oh, you know what he would do? He would he could do like a solemn like eulogy for all of his childhood stories that we don't have anymore. Like uh, Circuit like, Circuit Us. City, Toys R Us, EB Games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. KB Toys. Yeah, EB Games. Damn. Uh, yeah, all of those. And then he'd have someone Borders on the hook. Bookstore. Someone on the hook being like, these are the things we love, or something like that. These are the know? things we go through. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> Where are you? Yeah, <laughs> like something like that. I'm thinking, of, I'm thinking, that's, that could be good. A uh, friend of the show, Universally Beloved, on Twitter, at Love Small Song, says, what are the five fruits he likes more than pears? And then shares the uh, Macklemore Instagram post where he got his 233 individual lime green precious stones and emeralds and diamonds and crystals and platinum and silver and white gold shards of tiny glass to make a pear necklace. 
No, I was. This is to remind me that if I stay healthy and eat pears, I will win. Yeah, shout out to so, all the pear from Macklemore. Shout out to all the pear. Yeah. We for um, the for the Macklemore episode, we didn't we didn't talk a whole lot about his his social media presence. I know this is gonna like kind of throw you throw you off a little bit, but I don't I didn't follow him on any um websites or or apps or anything like that, so I don't really know. Um, he did send that text to. You know, to Kendrick Lamar when he beat him and said, it's fucked up, you lost. You got robbed. I wanted you to win. You should have. It's weird and sucks that I robbed you. I was going to say that during the speech. Then the music started playing during my speech and I froze. Anyways, you know what it is. (laughs) Thanks, man. Cool, man. Macklemore on 4-20-2011, a year before writing Same Love, says... I'll never forget getting super high with hella people turning on the TV and watching Columbine coverage live on CNN. Hashtag 420 buzzkill. Hashtag sad. Goddamn. And then they the, the CIA saw that and we said, we got to make use of this guy right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, Great shit, man. That was dope. When the Justice Infinite at Corrupt Version friend of the show, Giannis on Twitter says, what were you like in third grade? Going to be honest, I cannot remember. I can't even remember who my third grade teacher was. So my, um, I was in Miss McLeod's third grade class um, mm. in Ocala, Florida. Uh, but 9-11 did happen when I was in third grade, so that changed a lot. That sort of... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we learned about like the Mayflower and like we dissected an owl pellet and everything, but it was mostly nine eleven. That was that mm. was the biggest thing that yeah, happened. Yeah, that was for kind of that. the main the main thing that you you focused on. That you yeah, did. I remember I pro- we did have I was to like probably like honestly, I was probably annoying, but no, yeah, I I was pro- I think I was getting all the annoying parts of me out. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't think I was gay. I wasn't good at drawing. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a lot of just like pretending that I listened to hip hop. Because, like, all mm. of my friends also pretended and they did a better mm. job than me because, like, they had, like, they had, like, the Love Below CD. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, yes, yeah. I'm also listening. I'm listening to the Eminem show right now at home. I can't bring it in, but I'm listening to okay, it. Yeah. And it's the version with the curses on it. Yeah. By the way. Oh, I'm also in third grade. I'm also playing a Pokemon Silver version for 400 hours and mm-hmm. um, collecting them all and getting my fucking mind blown at Tojo Falls. You know what it is. Uh. Unlucky Chloe at Super Blizzard on Twitter says, not gonna lie, I'm not listening to this album, but if Macklemore was in Hollow Knight, what kind of bug would he be? Dead. Next. He'd be, he'd be one of those bugs that, like, first appears when the corruption starts spreading. Uh-huh. And you're like, what the fuck's going on? And then, and then you see him for the first time. Can you imagine writing a song about how, like, every time you, like, you leave Bapanata, you love her less? Because that's what Macklemore did. Yeah, and 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 you're like I'm the Hollow Knight. Like I, we can never be together for this reason. Yeah, Not because you're. And also, I, I look like Quirrell, but I look like I look like a more buff and more tall Quirrell than everybody likes me. Yeah, thinks yeah, I'm yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm like, I would never write a song about how like I love my wife less when like I leave her bed and go on tour to Macklemore. Exactly. Uh, finally, we got a couple that go along the same thread, and it's what what if what's the coolest thing you've ever gotten at a thrift store? I don't. I don't I, think I've ever bought anything from a thrift store. I I feel like anything I've gotten at a thrift store was like as a goofer or a gag, you know. Right. Because yeah, um, you're 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 only buying the finest two hundred dollars. I'm only you're buying like... five thousand dollar Yves Saint Laurent t shirts. Yeah, I'm um, I'm if I'm in a thrift store, I'm looking for like a you know, uh, Dallas Renegades twenty twenty XFL champion shirt that never actually made it to to sale. Yeah, I'm buying, like, a big plastic baseball bat that's branded for, like, a local hardware store or something. Like, that's what I'm picking up. I will say, if we're expanding thrift shops out to flea markets, I did get the an original 2001 XFL, like, pennant, 
and the Lands of Ice and Fire poster set for like 10 bucks uh, in 2019. That's a pretty good deal. I'm looking at them right now. It, it, a lot of my room decor is those fucking maps. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Put one on the floor. It's pretty good. Uh, at You love to hear it on Twitter. Thank you. And thank you to our best friend of the show and above to your patrons. Starting with Valerie W, Trigger Harpy, Tufster McGee, The Master DS, Sylvie Bullet. So nasty. Now we'll go to the uh, other page. Stephanie Ruff, Silvery Air, Sensual Kazoo, Sarah McClintock, Sarah Lucky Dice Kirby, Ryan West, Paul Moran, Paul Blart, Fleshcart, Old Petey, Morg Haunting the Morg, MJ Jenny, Minoan Chomsky, Milk Succubus, Matt Berger, Maggie Rice, Lenini, don't you be a meanie, Kiwi, K Darling, It Was a Penguin, Hecabee, Graham of Steel, Ducky Aisha, Dio Brando Stole My Massive Joe Star Dick, Derek, Great Big Sword. Uh, the blue the blue jays won. They yeah. swept the Mets. We should so. get we should get uh like uh, like Nate Dog to say Great Big Sword in like a deep voice. Uh, we should let's see what Nate Dog is. Yeah, up to. let's see what yeah, uh, let's what see, Nate the Alive Dog is up to. Lately. Yeah, let's see see what he's doing. David Besser rhymes with Lesser. Chris, hey bro, hey Chris. See you at Kaiju Big Battle next weekend. God, that's so cool. Push push cube, push cube. <laughs> Caroline Savage, Brianna, Big Titty Guff, Tradwife, Audrey Olson, Anna XB, Andres Gonzalez, Amy, Alex Moomin, Aditya Kumar, Sarah and Blair, Roy, Paul Bechtel, Patrick Gallagher, Neve Noah Williams, Kush Bayou star, Josh Veal. Josh Veal. Let me tab on over to Josh Veal's top 10 best white rappers of all time list. Uh, yeah, he's been cooking up a storm over on Screen Rant, Rate Your Music, all the sites. Elliot Valentine, Destry Hawk, Curse Goat, Caroline Bielak, Big Flat Bunt, Barrier Trio. Beep. Antigone Progony and Alex Shell. Thank you for your generous donations. And thank you to um, Tumblr user Power Burial for the post New Macklemore Thrift Store 2. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the thrift shop <laughs> is- at the hospital found some clothes they don't need anymore. Put the code on and gain their memories. Great post. Think about Great it all post, the time. Fantastic. Is it pa- isn't that Power Burial also Joe Biden stems and seeds? I believe so. Yeah, all one time. of one of one of Great our more poster. prolific posters. Um Yeah. Tremendous, tremendous stuff. Uh, with this pick out of the way, we have our next Patreon request coming up. Uh, and this one comes in from Discord member Arzner's Jolene. Um, Hello. So, uh, so let me pop on open this, this email. It says, I struggled with which album I would first suggest because there are a million I want to hear you talk about. But I ended up deciding to request that you talk about the album Lost in Space by Amy Mann, my single favorite musician in history. Never heard so, of it. Okay, let's. Uh, so let's Amy met singer songwriter, I believe. Okay. So uh, man performed some songs during a guest appearance on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay. 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 Uh, she released an album with with Ted Leo. Was in had songs in The Big Lebowski, Stevens Universe, and The West Wing. Ooh. Oh, cool. Okay. There's somebody on this album who does backing vocals named Rusty Squeezebox. Cool. That's that's how you know you're gonna get some. Yeah. Shit. That's me as well. Uh, so let's we'll be listening to Amy Mann on our next uh, next. I'm, I'm I've I'm ex- I'm really excited to not listen to Macklemore anymore. I'm really me too. Like, I'm the last two weeks. I was like, man, I really wish I'd picked a different album. Like, I really wish I could listen to something where, else. Where like I want to listen to something, and I'm like, I should listen to Macklemore. It makes you and like when I'm enjoying other music. I feel like I'm doing something wrong. Yeah, that yeah, I'm not doing my homework right now. Yeah, I should be. Uh, so yeah, that's in two weeks. Uh, next week we'll be back on Yada Yada Boys talking about some JoJo's. We're nearing the end of Stone Ocean. Yeah, we're over at Kennedy Finally Space Center. Finally get to see what uh what Poochie's getting his nasty ass up to. Uh, and at some point this month we'll see what the Minions' nasty, nasty <laughs> asses are up to. 
So we're going to, oh man, lots of laughs coming. Me saying big things coming and then posting a podcast episode where we talk about Minions 2 Rise of Gru. So there's a, yeah. there's a really decent chance that our episode on it will be longer than the runtime of Minions 2. Oh, for sure. So, you know, something to look forward to. Yeah. Sorry if you uh, liked Macklemore or if you hated him more than we do or like if it, if it, um, but if you want to, well, if you, if you give us $5, we'll listen to the, one of the other ones, but not, not unless you give us that. Yeah. In, in about four years, we'll get around to it. So, um, I fucking know, like, you're like painted ahead every time. It's like every, okay. So it's like, it's good in my head. Cause it's like, I'm doing, I'm doing the task that I need to do. I'm preparing for the podcast. I'm getting more familiar with Macklemore. Other side of my brain is like, oh my God, at the end of the year, it's going to be like fucking Spotify and Apple music and all of them are going to be like. You're in the top 1% of the heist streamers. Congratulations. We yeah, posted this top, automatically and you can't delete it. You're going to be in the top like 0.2% and it's just me and you. Yeah. And that's it. So, <laughs> fantastic. All right. Well, uh, thank you, Nate Dog, I guess. Yeah, I think. Um, I, yeah, I, I love the it. chorus until I collapse, just like Macklemore did. Yo, DJ, spin that shit. Give me some reggae. Bye. <laughs>